In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We proceed through the Epiphany season. The word Epiphany, as you know, means manifestation. And during this season, we concentrate on the various manifestations of our Lord in Scripture. The one that we celebrate on the Feast of the Epiphany itself is the coming of the Magi, manifesting his kingship uh, to the world, particularly to the Gentiles. Today, we celebrate the baptism of Jesus, his manifestation to the entire world. We're told that it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The life of Christ in the life of Christ, his baptism uh, in the Jordan was an event of utmost importance. So important, in fact, that it was this event, which as early as the third century was thought to be the central event of the Epiphany season. And the baptism gospel, today's gospel, not the coming of the Magi was read on the Feast of the Epiphany itself. Our Lord's baptism marks the beginning of his public life. In a sense, his anointing as the Messiah and serves as his manifestation to the world as the Holy Ghost and the voice of the Father attest to his sonship. But the question arises, why was it necessary for Jesus to receive baptism of repentance for the remission of sins? Even the Baptist himself has questions, as St. Matthew relates in his gospel account of the baptism, as he writes, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be for now, for this is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus was sinless. Why submit to baptism? That is, a baptism of repentance. His own answer is that it fulfills all righteousness. Jesus is baptized for us. All the incarnate Son of God, all that he does is redemptive. He is the head of a new human race. 
And thus, in his baptism, he represents all of us. In an act which points forward to his death and resurrection, being sinless, he assumes the sins of the world, descends into the purifying waters, and raises mankind to divine sonship. His baptism, then, is vicarious. He stands in the Jordan in our stead. Consequently, what he does in undergoing baptism must find its true and full expression in our personal redemption. What Jesus does for us, what Jesus does for mankind, is made personal in our own baptism. When we are baptized, we are immersed with Christ. And with him we die and are buried. Then we arise and heaven opens to us as the Holy Spirit enters our souls. And our Father in heaven looks down upon us and we are his beloved son, his beloved daughter. From this moment on, we have been made new. We are children of God, inheritors of the kingdom of heaven. As the Holy Ghost enters into us, he brings with him that grace, which is the seed of righteousness which will grow into that state of sanctification, which, if properly nurtured, will allow us to live in eternity with an all-holy God. So our gospel this morning manifests Christ as Redeemer, who is the new head of the human race, and who pours out his Holy Spirit upon us, so that we may go into the world in the spirit of John to prepare the way of the Lord. We have received unbounded grace as the Holy Spirit entered our lives at baptism. And there is a sense in which we are accountable for the proper use of the gifts that we have been given. As our epistle today teaches us, we have received different gifts. But the overarching purpose of those gifts is ultimately the same, to bring glory to God, to prepare his way in our world, to give him sovereignty in our lives, and to mirror him to others. Remembering always that others will judge Jesus through us. And we are the only means some will ever have to know him. We stand in the spirit of John when we properly use our gifts of grace. We stand in his spirit when we bless them that curse us. 
We stand in the spirit of John when we are patient in tribulation. We stand in the spirit of God when we are generous with our charity and caring for others. We stand in the spirit of John when we are fervent in spirit. In the words of the great Epiphany hymn, we pray, grant us grace to see thee, Lord, mirrored in thy holy word. May we imitate thee now and be pure as pure art thou that we like to thee may be at thy great epiphany and, and may praise thee ever blessed, God in man made manifest. When the Son of God was first manifest to the world centuries ago, God preceded that manifestation with the instructions Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Then he meant those words for John the Baptist. Today he means them for you. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.